This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. You can follow me at Kelly Cotrera on Twitter, or you can also email kelly at 640toronto.com. I am uh, checking those frequently throughout the show. But right now, I want to get to something, a uh, matter at hand that's, you know, brewing here. Last week, Mississauga banned all ride-sharing companies from Mississauga unless they follow the rules of traditional taxis. And Councillor Carolyn Parrish is insisting that Uber cease operations in Mississauga. If they don't, she wants to scrap the proposed pilot project that was recommended last week. She's uh, on the show right now. Carolyn Parrish, Ward 5 Councillor in Mississauga. Hi, Carolyn. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for asking. Okay, so you're threatening to scrap a pilot project. It's a hardline position, and it may be a difficult way to get cooperation from ride-sharing companies, but what are your thoughts? Well, first I'd like to explain that Mississauga has a very unique cab situation. Our guys have to drive cabs for up to 44 hours a week uh, steadily. It takes them about 25 years of driving to be in a position to buy a plate. The plate's only $900, but they've invested 25 years of their lives into it. Our problem right now is balancing how we're going to take care of them. And they're not investors. They're actually driver owners. They've spent a career driving. They're in their late 50s. And those plates are their pension. They either lease them out to people who then pay them a couple of thousand a month and or they sell those plates. Unlike Toronto, where any investor can go in and buy a plate, here you have to drive for 25 years. This was all put in place before I got elected, but you have to be sensitive to the fact that we have exactly the right number of cab drivers on the road. We test it every couple years. How many cab drivers would that be, Carolyn? Right now that we have 662 plate owners, but those cabs will be on the road. There's probably 3,000 drivers because they drive in shifts, eight-hour shifts. So these, this is a really unique situation, and you can't just fix it by allowing Uber to come in and say, too bad. The other thing we do uh, every couple of years, we do a, an evaluation of response time and everything else to, uh, to see if we've got enough drivers on the road. If we don't, we up the plates. We add three or four a year, and that's how guys move up the, up the line. So I'm more sensitive to a system that we put in place that these guys worked by and then to just telling them let uber come in five thousand drivers flood the roads do surge pricing or drop pricing these guys are like walking around wondering what the hell happened to them okay it's a weird comparison for me to make but you know i'm trying to follow along with the story because it is different than toronto so you're saying that you have to drive 44 hours a week and uh, you have to do that for 25 years before you can buy your plates and it's then an every year it's 23 years sometimes for some guys if they're lucky some have to go 28 years if right you just, it's a pecking order you just keep moving up the, up the line so basically it's sort of like teachers until someone retires you're not gonna unless there's a bigger demand you don't get more plates. absolutely correct you got it okay so uh you said i don't like uber i don't want them why don't you like well, them? i don't like the way they they just bully their way in i sit on the public vehicle advisory committee and they come to our meetings and they're very arrogant and they're very you almost think they breathe through little tubes in their ears because they don't stop talking so you can get a word in edgewise they're highly paid they're excellent spokespersons, but they are the most insensitive people, and they don't listen to our unique problem. They just say, too bad. So it's kind of personal between you and Uber. It's not necessarily ride-sharing in general. It is a little personal, because I feel that we built a system that captured all these poor cab drivers, and yeah, I'm not 
I'm not born yesterday. The, the apps are going to come in. The new system's going to come in. But we've got to transition. And if we transition carefully, maybe some of these guys won't be as badly hurt. We're talking with Carolyn Parrish. She's Ward 5 Counselor in Mississauga. Basically, uh, last week, Mississauga banned all ride-sharing companies from Mississauga unless they follow the rules of traditional taxis, which now that you explain it, it's pretty hard for them to do that because, you know, there's only so many drivers out there. But, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. What I want to do is understand exactly your reasoning behind it, Carolyn. So I understand if the pilot, if they leave now that they would get access to, you You agreed, you know what, we'll start a pilot project. It would be very limited in your understand, in my understanding well, is what you're well, looking at. Well, right now we have 50 plates that are sitting on shelves. Guys have turned them in because they can't lease them out. Okay, so 50 cars is so what you're thinking? if you had 50 Uber drivers on the road in any given hour, that would keep our numbers exactly the way they are and give us time to sit down and, and try some negotiations, see if there are some ways we can actually make this thing work and we can transition it. But they're not going to do that. They've got 5,000 drivers fl- floating all around, and they're not going to say, okay, we're just going to limit it to 50 an hour, because that would keep it fair to the system we've got right now and just give us breathing space. Again, I have to stress to you, I'm not... I'm not a fool. I know this is going to change, and I know we're going to go into this app program. Eventually, we're going to go into driverless cars. But I feel some responsibility for people who we've set really, in my opinion, very strict rules, and they follow those rules, and now we're just telling them a plate that might be worth $200,000 is now worth $0.10. Cents. Too bad for you. So uh, you said that the Uber Mississauga currently has about 5,000 drivers. The numbers say that they have, they take about 100,000 people daily across Mississauga. That's how many people are using Uber. So clearly a lot of people in Mississauga like Uber. Carolyn, are you worried about upsetting some constituents? You know what? Uh, if, you, if you're worried about upsetting constituents, you wouldn't be in this business for 30 years. You've got to do what's right. Sometimes you have to base what you do on principle, not on whether people are going to get upset with you. Okay, so we're talking about a possibility of 100,000 people that you might tick off as opposed to 662 cab drivers. Okay, but my... I'm just throwing throwing that out there. I know, and and I'm one of those characters that will say to you, I'm going to do what's right, not what's going to get me votes. Okay, uh, so Uber now. I just want to run through this as we can, as much as we can, because I'm trying to, you know, figure out exactly what's going on in Mississauga. And I know we have a lot of listeners out there who are interested in this. You know, uh, Uber has indicated a willingness to work with Mississauga. They're asking for that. The rules similar to Toronto. And your uh, answer is mm, probably not. Why my not adopt answer, the same? We need to sit down uh, around a table with Uber representatives or. TLC, whatever they call themselves, drivers, and our cab association, and a couple of councillors, and the mayor, and a couple of advisors from staff, and say, here's plan A, here's plan B, here's plan C. Is there one or a combination that we can put together to try for a couple of months? If the answer is no, and their answer already is, we, we said to them, please stop driving, just a show of good faith, stop for uh, until council next Wednesday. If you check the app, they're still on the road. Right. So how do you negotiate with somebody that just sort of sticks their middle finger in the air and says, we're going to keep doing what we want? Which is one of the things you've already said you don't like. You don't like how disrespectful they are. Correct. But, you know, I ask you, why not, to the people that say, hey, you know what, Toronto figured it out, why not just adopt Toronto's rules and save some time in council? What's your answer to that? My answer to that is Toronto had different rules for their drivers in the first place. They had different rules 
on how you could buy plates. A lawyer who had some money to invest could walk in and buy five plates at 250000 each, hire 10 drivers, and he could make money by just continuing to be a lawyer. You can't do that out here. You have to do your time. It's like a life commitment. You drive for 25 years, and you might be lucky enough to buy a plate. Well, I really appreciate your time today, Carolyn. I hope I explained that to you. I think you did. Thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Thank you. Cheers. Carolyn Parrish from Ward 5 in Mississauga. She is a counselor that is uh, clearly not going to bend to Uber. So I want to throw this out to you, the listener. You've just heard Carolyn and her exclamation explanation as to why she doesn't want to adopt Toronto's rules. But I want to get your reaction to it. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. Do you think they should just look at Toronto's model a little closer, maybe adopt them? I would like to hear from Mississauga cab drivers as well. Is she on to something? Is it very different? Is it very different for you guys, and are you frightened of Uber? Or if you live in Mississauga and you Uber around, are you kind of ticked that she's saying, well, 50 cars? Well, what about us? The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.